Hey guys, how you guys doing? This is your guy Larry, and I am the host of Black Nurse Podcast. So I want to kind of reintroduce this podcast to you. Um, this is a little bit of a, I guess, my own improv commercial. And um, yeah, it's a podcast like a hybrid. So in other words, a hybrid meaning of different subjects or different topics that I enjoy talking about. I love talking about movies like blockbuster movies, action packed movies, thrillers, dramas, all of those type of things. And what's the latest in the movies? I love talking about tech. So all things tech, we're talking about whether they're gadgets, whether they're um, smartphones from either Android or iPhone phones, uh, LG or Huawei or whatever the latest trends are on tech on the tech news. So I love talking about that, giving my own perspective on it. Also, I also enjoy video games. So video games, I've been playing video games for, man, since Atari 2600. So that kind of kind of dates myself a little bit. So, yes, anything as far as video game news, the latest in, in those things, I really enjoy talking about that and giving you news on, on the video game front, pretty much. Now, the other thing I, that I really do enjoy talking about, too, is God. I love talking about God's word. I love talking about how Christ has changed my life. That's right. So, yes, I am a born again, born again Christian, and I love it. I love the the change that he has done in my life. It went from just being religious and being just an average person that sit on the bench in, in church, but being active and being involved in community and being involved in this world in such a way that God wants me to be. Now, what I do with that is I usually read devotions and scriptures out of out of the, out of the Bible, and if that encourages you, that's what God has called me to do. So. You know what? I'm all I'm on Anchor right now and Anchor has given me the opportunity to be able to record and record this podcast and to and have them distribute it. So it's being distributed on all these different platforms. So whether it's on Apple, um, Apple iTunes or I guess they call it Apple Music now. I'm on Google Play, Google Podcasts there. I'm also on Pocket Cast, which is another big one, and Spotify, which is another big one. And then also there's uh, Radio Public, Podbeam, Stitcher, and a host of others. I believe Overcast is another one. Hey, if you love this podcast, you love what you're hearing, please subscribe and share. I really appreciate that. If you can share with a friend, that'd be great. And then also... If you want to, I ask that if you want to contribute, in other words, monetarily, hey, I appreciate that too. I'm not going to tell you the amount to give, but I will say that it will help just continue to, to bring this podcast to a, even a more professional level that I, that, you know, I can continue to do this. So I, and as, after all, I do enjoy doing this. I listen to podcasts myself. So again, I hope that you have a wonderful day. I hope everything goes well. And I know I'm hoping for God's best in your life. All right. You have a wonderful day and we'll be talking to you soon. Hey, good morning, good evening, good afternoon. This is your guy, Larry, and you just tune into Black Nerds Biblecast. That's right. This is the Bible portion of my Black Nerds podcast, and I hope you enjoy the, the content that I've been giving. So today's episode, we're going to be getting into a devotional, a devotion 
out of the version Bible app by one of my favorite pastors that um, I usually listen to on the radio and also on television. His name is Pastor Charles Stanley. Really love this guy. He is a, such a great teacher. And um, yeah, I um, he has a devotion called The Will of God. So um, I re- I'm going to be reading from that. I'm going to be reading from a um, couple of verse, uh, things of uh, places of scripture one is jeremiah 29 11 and then another one's out of the book of proverbs i can't remember what the chapter and the, the verse was but definitely definitely um i hope you enjoy it and i hope you enjoy just the talk that i give on that but anyways without further ado sit back relax and enjoy this next episode of black nurse bible cast Hey, so this morning I'm going to be reading from a devotional from one of my all-time favorite preachers, uh, pastors. Um, He's actually from Atlanta. Uh, I've been watching him on television, on radio, pretty much for many, many years, over 10 plus years. And um, name is uh, Pastor Charles Stanley. And um, if you ever get a chance... um, he has a a uh, program that comes on Sundays um, on television, and uh, he's been preaching for quite a while. Um, I really call him kind of like a spiritual um, mentor or pastor, especially when I first came to the Lord in my life. Um, he is definitely a, a great teacher. So, um, he has a devotion on in the uh, New Version Bible app, and uh, this one in particular is talking about the will of God. So we're going to go ahead and follow along right now and yeah, get into this. And uh, yeah, we just um, kind of sit back and check this out. Okay, so the first part is step in. So the will of God. We hear repeatedly that the Lord has a plan for us and it's good. We're instructed to seek it, embrace it, live it. We're even told it's the key to our future. But what is it? Even though God's will sounds like something we need to know, the whole idea of it often stirs up more questions than answers. Whatever your view is of the will of God, it can seem grand and unreachable, can it? Now, after my many years of ministry, I've heard enough people talk about how frustrated they are in their Christian lives that I'm fully persuaded there's one ultimate reason. They don't understand the nature and of the will of God, nor do they know how to find it. And if you don't understand these things, these two things, you may feel insecure and directionless in your walk with God. Maybe that's what stirred your interest in reading this plan. Perhaps you want to honor your Lord, your Savior, and stay on track with what he envisions for your life. 
but that's not usually what drives people to seek God's will. More often than not, it's questions about the future, decisions that made that must be made, and or challenges that arise with no foreseeable solution that drives us to our knees before the Father. As we as we move forward in seeking the, to understand the nature of God's will and how to find it, we must remember one important truth. Our God is a planner. He's not a reactor. He didn't set this world in motion to be ruled by chance or wild, unchecked forces. And he didn't create you to live without hope and purpose. From before the beginning of time, God has been making plans for you and for me. He created this world with a variety of landscapes and colors, animals, plants, foods, smells, and textures. And he thought of everything to satisfy your needs, stir our emotions, fascinate our minds, give joy to our souls. God's also attentive to the great and impactful circumstances of your life. He's observant of details so small they escape your notice. He cares about the decisions, directions, problems, burdens, and conflicts that concern you. Though the journey of seeking and living out God's will may not be easy at times, it's always worthwhile. When we listen to the Father and follow His will for our lives, we get His very best. It's that simple and we'll experience the greatest joy and fulfillment imaginable because we'll be living out the very reason for which we were created. So, are you ready to learn more about God's will and purpose, His ultimate plan for your life? Well, if you are, let's get started. So the, the scripture verse that I'm reading from that goes along with this devotional is uh, found in Jeremiah 29 and 11. It's a very, very good scripture. Uh, one of my favorite, actually, scriptures out of um, this out of the Bible. And um, it says, for I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Now, um, I want to kind of talk about this for, for a minute. So one of the things about, you know, um, us understanding the will of God or, you know, for you to understand the will of God in your life is, first of all, it kind of starts off understanding how God feels about you and how God feels about me. One of the things that um, we have to understand is that, you know, God's will and purpose for our lives is never to harm us or not anything that's going to be, you know, just um, something bad or something that will ultimately reach our demise. In other words, God has every intention for you to succeed and for you to to um, really reach your full potential in life. 
And so in, in Jeremiah 29, 11, he says, for I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord. He says thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. Now, I understand, too, that um, in this world, you have a lot of people, they probably pretty much say one thing and do another, or maybe they say things, but have bad intentions. So, you know, I guess sometimes our, our skew of God, our view of God, I mean, can be pretty like offsetting compared to humans. Maybe if you might have had a lot of bad experiences or people not really telling you the truth or lying to you or saying one thing and they do another, or maybe their motives was like very bad. In other words, they might say certain things, but they really didn't mean what they say. But one thing we can we can trust God is or trust in God pretty much is that God is going to um, he's going to mean what he says and he's going to do what he's supposed to do. God is not like humans. He's not like, you know, people that might have let us down in our lives or, you know, have different ulterior motives that you know, the reason why they're with us or for us or, you know, or just in your life in general. But what I love about God is that God says that he knows the thoughts that he thinks towards you. Do you understand that God always thinks about you? I know it doesn't seem like that because sometimes we go through different situations and circumstances, but you're on God's mind all the time. Matter of fact, you're in his heart all the time. And so because he thinks towards you, he thinks for you. He thinks the good thoughts of peace and not of evil. He's constantly, believe it or not, he's constantly active in our lives. He's always doing things or involved in ways that sometimes we don't even detect. So, and I say that because I want you to be encouraged about you know, when you're walking through life or when you're going through your situations and circumstances, sometimes a lot of times because the circumstances might be negative, you may even think that God is not even even involved. He might not. You may think that he doesn't care or he's not uh, existing or what have you. But remember this, according to this verse, God is very much involved and he's very much in tune to what you're going through. So even if it's negative, even if it's something that, you know, you didn't foresee, maybe an unforeseen event. Remember, God can see the beginning and the end of your life. He can see the beginning and the end of the entire week that you're going through. You don't know what's going to happen. Like maybe you started your week on Monday, but God also knows how it's going to end on Friday. He also knows from from eight hours, from the, from the time you start work to the time you end work what's going to happen within that that period of time so one thing about god again not only does he see it all but he's also involved in all so in other words there might be things that you may have done or may do and action wise or maybe saying some things you were really unaware of maybe there might have been a person or two or an incident that may have occurred that you were unaware that god was intimately involved in that so He's always continually like really involved and, and quietly. In other words, he doesn't seem to want to interrupt your day, but at the same time, he's always there. So just know that. Just know 
just wake up this morning with the understanding that God is ultimately watching over you the entire time. Even when you sleep, even when you're around your family, friends, when you're on special events, maybe you're on vacation, maybe just going to work or school or just riding, simply riding down the street or something, going from making, doing an errand or something like that. But you never know because God is always, he's, first of all, he loves you. He loves you and he cares about you. He, he's in love with you. Like someone told me a long time ago when I came to Christ, you know, they were, you know, God told this person to tell me that God is in love with me. And I really, really appreciated that. You know why? Because it means that he cares. That means that he does more than just, just the, the word that says, Oh, I love you. And not to say that doesn't mean anything when someone tells you, I love you. But when they say they're in love with you, that takes it more of a more intimate meaning. That means that they're really into you. They really care about you. They know you. They know your whereabouts. They know your likes and dislikes and things like that. So how does this work as far as the will of God for our life? Remember, there's a lot of times where we're walking through our life and we're not sure if we're in God's will. I know there's a point maybe when you're maybe uh, being a Christian or a child of God and you want to please God. You want to you want to begin to um, understand what is my purpose? What is it that God wants me to do? Well, here's the next step. One of the things you want to do is when you understand that God truly loves you and is always aware of what you're doing and also intimately involved in your life and he wants peace for you. He doesn't want evil. He wants a future and a hope for you. Well, you know, that's kind of intriguing and it makes you kind of think and wonder, okay, so what is it that God specifically wants me to do? Is there a one thing that he wants me to do or is there several things? Maybe you might be the individual that is meant for you to change someone else's life. You never know. But here's the here's a practical way to start off. Every morning when you wake up, before you start your day, always have a conversation with God. It could be maybe a minute, maybe two minutes, maybe even five minutes, but at least have that conversation with God. Tell him, you know, like in the morning, wake up and say, hey, good morning, God. I really appreciate you just watching over me throughout my day or throughout the night when I slept. Thank you for keeping me safe. Um, it could be something simple as that. But then the next day, you want to ask him, God, what is my purpose? What is it that you're asking me or wanting me to do? How how can my ways line up to your will? Whatever it is you're asking, because think about it. One thing I do know about God is that he's never going to hide other words, he's never going to hide the path from you. He's never going to hide whatever it is that you're, he's wanting you to do. He's not going to make this a game of hide and seek from you. In other words, look, if you really want to know God's will, if you really want to know God's plan for your life, first of all, understand this. The first step is understanding God. The first step is listening to God. The next step is to pray to God. In other words, have that conversation 
If you have that conversation with the Lord, guess what? He's listening as he always is. And he's aware of your prayers and he's aware of your requests. And one of the best requests that you can make to God is, God, how do I become more like you? How, what is the plan that you have for me? What is it that you want from me? My, the purpose that you have for me in my life. Again, his word also tells you that his thoughts are of peace and not of evil, but also to give you a future and a hope. So we know based on this, on this particular verse here that he has great plans for you and he has a hope for you and a future for you. So just that right there is a great starting point to the rest of your life and the plan that God has for you. Understand that God is ultimately wanting to you to be successful in whatever it is in your life. Now, you measure success, but it's based upon whatever it is that you feel or you know that success is. It may not be rich and famous. It may not be being a movie star or a rap star or or, you know, or being a CEO or a doctor, lawyer, it could be any, it could be just something as simple. It could be that person that God is using you to encourage. So you never know. But the thing about it is, is the, the way his plan is unveiled is moment by moment, day by day, week by week. If you want to know God's will, you have to be dedicated to asking God, God, what is it that you want from me in my life? Where do you want me to be at in my life? What is it that you're guiding me to, to be? This is a walk with the Lord. In other words, your plans, God's plans does not be, does not always unveil like an entire moment or entire like within five minutes you you know you can't rush god you can't say well god i need to know what you want me to do today and i need to know in five minutes it doesn't work like that god is the god's desire is to get for you to get to know him as he knows you but you but us we don't know him so god's desire is for you to know him in an intimate way, in a personal way. I, I really think that that is a first and a, a really good start in a long journey that you would have as far as knowing and finding out the will of God. So stay tuned. I'll be right back. Hey, so the next um, scripture reading from this um, from this devotion is pretty much um, it's found in Proverbs uh, 19 and 21. Now, Proverbs is a very good book, um, a very good book to read, actually, because it really has a lot to do with like different sayings that were written. Proverbs is kind of like a book of knowledge, almost kind of like a a book that you would, you know, use to, you know, certain verses that you really contemplate and think over. And this is this verse in particular is is um, the same pretty much. So Proverbs 19 and 21, it says there are many plans in man's heart. Nevertheless, the Lord's counsel, 
that will stand. Now, in reading this verse, I take this to mean, and I might be wrong in saying this or not sure, but um, I just kind of, this is my interpretation of it. Um, It says there are many plans in man's heart. So in other words, we kind of, you know, we kind of come into this world as we get older and we begin to plan out our lives. It may may start when you're young. Maybe it starts when you're a young uh, teenager or, you know, when you start to um, start to contemplate the direction of what you want to do or things like that. It says that there are many plans in man's heart. Do you understand that? That if you talk to anybody, pretty much, you know, pretty much most people, they have a plan as to what they want to do in their future, what they want to accomplish, maybe things that they have set and set that they say, well, by age, say 30, I want to I want to accomplish this or age 40. I want to be married or maybe I want to have a house or maybe have uh, um, completed like my schooling or whatever, whatever it might be. But according to this verse in the Bible understands that there are many plans in man's heart. That means that inside of your heart, inside of you, you may say certain things, but inside of you, inside of your heart, you really have certain plans that you're really focused on, really want to accomplish, really want to just, um, you know, just, just really want to establish in your life. Okay. But the flip side of this verse, it says, nevertheless, meaning, but the other side of this says the Lord's counsel will that that will stand. In other words, he is saying this Bible verse is saying that there are many things that, that man wants. But according to nevertheless, though, the Lord's counsel, his his way, his advice, his will, his purpose that will stand. Now, what does this really truly mean? So does it mean that God will force his way on you? No, not necessarily. It doesn't mean that. But here's the thing. We can all we have two choices. We have, first of all, our own free will. Now, you have your own free will. God has his will, too. But he's never going to force his will, his way, his 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 plans on you. If you don't want to follow God's plans, guess what? He's not going to force them on you. Only time that you we line up with God's will is when we ask and we surrender. We surrender our will to his. When we want what he wants, that's when we begin to see what God's plan is for us. That's when we begin to understand that God has a plan for us and what it truly means and where we're to go. Nevertheless, it says the Lord's console, the Lord's console. When I think of the Lord's console, I'm thinking of his, like I said, his, his, his advice, his perfect understanding, his, his perfect wisdom for us. He says that will stand. Now, I'm also going to say that also this verse could also mean that there's a many plans that God that that man has, but doesn't mean that they will be successful. Doesn't mean that they will always come out the way we think they are to. Am I saying that um, to see who's better God and and or who's better God or man? Well, honestly, I'll be honest with you. God always has 
the best plan. And the only reason why I say that because he's the creator. He's the one that has created us from the very beginning. He knows us. So who would, who better to know your, the plan in which it would be better for us, but God. Now, I know that's kind of putting it out there. Maybe you agree, maybe you disagree. But here's the thing. When you have a child, maybe you're a parent and you have a son or a daughter, you know, there are a lot of things that your son and daughter may do or plan. And maybe you might think to your mind, to yourself that, yeah, you don't mind them doing certain things, but you know that maybe you might have been around them. You see the talents and skills and, and all the things that they could do, the potential that they have. And you know what? That might be, in other words, the choices that they're making may not be to their full potential. Understand this. God understands your full potential. He sees it. He knows it. He knows what you can do, what you're able to do, what you can handle, what what adversities you can go through and what adversities that will happen in your life to make you the person that you become. Do you know that everything happens in your life for the purpose in which God has designed you for? Do you understand that there are times where you may go through hardship, you may go through adversities, you may go through all kind of problems and situations in your life, whether it's a job, whether it's home, whether it's school, wherever it it may be, or certain relationships. But you know what? God sometimes allows those things to happen to you or to allow them to, to occur in, um, in your life in order to bring you closer to him, in order for you to become the man or woman that he knows that you can be. Now, there's times where, yeah, he creates adversity. Adversity is used quite a bit in God's plan. That's right. So in other words, that adversity sometimes sometimes is used to strengthen you, kind of build character in you. I know it sounds weird, but sometimes, yeah, that adversity happens. It's kind of like... How can I say like when you go to the gym and you got to put on that weight and that weight, the more weight that you put on, the more that it's building up that muscle, the resistance training. It has you have to go harder. You have to get stronger. So in order for you to get stronger, guess what? You got to put on that weight. You got to put on maybe you got to you if you're running, if you're doing cardio, guess what? You got to up that you got to up that speed just a little bit more. And yeah, that's pushing you just a little bit more to ultimately get to the goal. What's the, what is the goal when you're in fitness? to lose the weight, to tone it up, to build it up, to build that muscle, to, to, you know, to be ultimately better than what you are. Now, I know in society, it's always, I've heard the term, um, I heard the term pretty much saying that, you know, being in, in, I guess, being the best version of yourself, you know, ultimately God is the one that understands the best version of you. And he understands you from the most intimate, ultimate parts of yourself. So remember this, that we may have many plans of what we want to do in our hearts and our hearts content. There's another verse that says that, you know, there are many plans that we have, but sometimes God seems to laugh at them. In other words, God says, thinks that's amusing because first of all, he's the one that has the ultimate blueprint. Again, 
Let me just say that again because I thought that was pretty good myself. God has the ultimate blueprint of you and of me. He understands what we're made of, what we can do, what we strive for. He understands what it is that God, what he, what it is that will make us the best version of ourselves. So what do you think about that? I think that this is wonderful. I think it's awesome to have a God that really is intimately involved in our lives. Someone that cares about us. Someone that wants us to have a hope in a future. Someone that has has the console, his console that will stand. Do you know that you can't fail when you when you're walking with God? You cannot fail. There's always going to be success. Am I saying that the path won't be hard or resist or to be no resistance? I'm not saying that at all. I I do know that you're going to probably run into some hardships. Then again, it might just be the total opposite. It might be a bed of roses. It might be a path of least resistance. But again, all you have to know or all we need to know is every morning when you wake up, start that conversation with God. And begin to just walk that daily walk with him. Ask him every single day. Say, God, what is it that you want me to do? What is your plans? What is your desires for me? I want to know. I want to know what it is you want me to do. Remember, either you can have your plan and decide to do what it is in your life because he won't stop you. But you can also ask, maybe I want your plan, God. I know that my plan ain't working. Now, some of you might even even have done that. You might have walked this walk for a while and you were doing it your way. And God says, you know what? I'm going to let you do it your way. I'm not going to fight you. If that's what you want to do, then go ahead, go for it. But when that plan that you have doesn't doesn't work out, maybe, maybe another thing that God is is wanting to do, because a lot of times God sees us and he says, you know what? He's going to continue to keep going down that wrong direction or going down that path that I did not ask him to do, you know, and you know what? A lot of us come to honestly fall in that category. We want what we want. We want to do what we want to do. We we choose a path that seems right to us, but it's really not. And there's a scripture that follows that as well. But again, like I said before, God will allow you to continue on your path. That's right. He'll continue to let you do your way until you get tired of it. Until that way begins to ultimately prove that, hey, maybe that's not. Maybe I need to find out what your plan is. Maybe I need to know what it is that you want me to do. Now, again, there are many of us that fall in that category. Unfortunately, some of us will have never gotten to that place of potential in which God has ultimately shown you and started to guide you in that direction. Then there is those of us that kind of want God's way, but we're not sure. So what we do is we kind of meander, kind of be that person that's in the darkness and not sure exactly where you're going. You're just feeling your way through. God totally understands that. A lot of times we make decisions and make plans and do and make decisions um, on our in our lives that are wrong decisions. But sometimes God says, you know what? 
he, he knows he try he's trying to figure it out he's trying to find out on his own he's not really kind of like calling on me relying on me but i'm going to help guide him through in other words these are the these are the, the situations that that occur in our lives too that happen when we're walking with god or maybe we stop walking with god and we choose our own way we we divert off the path or we choose a choose a decision that he he did not have did not have that desire for us so in other words he, we might get into a relationship that God says, uh, 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 that wasn't who I had planned for you. But you know what? Since you want to go that, that route, you want to try it, then fine. We'll let you go ahead and go that way. Do you know that God will allow that time? Unfortunately, that time, and that's a, that's a topic for another time. But <laughs> speaking of time, but time, will take its course in your life and a lot of times you will waste it but that's not God's will for you what God has to do he has to allow that situation to play out in your life and allow you to continue to make those decisions will he intervene there's there's a little I would have to say and, and I know this by experience there's little subtle ways in which God is. He does talk to you. There's little subtle ways. If you really pay attention, if you really want to pay attention to what God thinks about your situation. And you know what? You he just ever so slightly, you'll understand that God is sitting there like, OK, I told you this is not the right direction for you, but you didn't listen to me. God is a very, very patient God. God is also an understanding God. He's not one that is so cruel sometimes. Sometimes we, we be, we might be that person that says, well, God, why did you let me go into this situation knowing that it's going to be bad for me? <laughs> I know we argue like that with God. Trust me. But you know something? God is also understanding of that too. You know, he's not going to argue with you, but he will, again, he will allow you to take your own steps and put your own steps in front of his. So what do you want to do today? Do you want to know what God has planned for you? Do you want to take his steps and not yours? Listen, the best way to, to have this a foolproof plan a will of God in your life is to make sure that every time you talk to God, you ask him not only that, but if you're unsure of something, ask him, God, I'm not sure. Are you really telling me to do this? Listen, one more thing I will say before I close. There are plenty of men in the Bible. As you read God's word, they really did question God. They weren't sure if God was calling them to do this or telling them to do that, instructing them to do certain things. That's normal. Let me give you a quick example. Noah, I'm sure many people, even if you don't read the Bible, know about Noah, the story of Noah. Noah was told by God to build this huge, humongous ark and for the purpose or boat, I should say, or for the purpose that it was supposedly going to rain 40 days and 40 nights now of course you know right now who i mean unless we're having a real big storm abnormally big storm that does it really rain 40 days and 40 nights but here's the thing though 
we have to and must understand that in Noah's case, yes, it didn't, it never happened as far as it raining 40 days and 40 nights. And at the same time, though, this was something that was going to be unprecedented, unprecedented, uh, you know what I mean. But the thing is, is that the the rain that was coming was going to destroy the earth. It was going to flood the earth. This never happened before. Now, Noah had to obey God. Yes, did he get ridiculed? Did people make fun of him? Did people just stand by and mock him and say, you know what, you're a crazy man to think that that the God of heaven would ever destroy us or ever flood this world, the entire world with water. There's no way that's possible. And you're building this ark for what? We haven't had rain in days, maybe days or months. So again, there may be times where you're going to question God. There may be times where maybe your direction that you're taking doesn't seem a hundred percent right. It's okay. Listen, if you have doubts, it's okay. Don't feel bad or don't feel like, oh, I shouldn't ask this question of God. No. Remember, just like in class when the teacher tells you there's no dumb questions, this is the same thing with God. There's no dumb questions. Listen, come to God. He wants communication. He wants you to talk to him. He, Even if you doubt him, tell him. Tell him how you feel. But the bottom line is, Start off every day asking God, what is it that you want for me to do in my life? Remember, you can either have your plans or you can do, go and go with his plan. And for to discover his plan is to continue to just asking and walking with him. Continue to open your heart and your mind. And one more thing I will say on this. If you don't have a relationship with God, then all of this of what I just said is just kind of like out the window. You must first have a relationship with God. How do you have a relationship with God? How do you talk to God? Now, I'm not saying you can't talk to God even, even if you're not a Christian. But I went, I am saying though, and I, and I am encouraging you to understand that first of all to have a relationship with God is to be able to is, is first of all accept the Lord Jesus Christ as your as your personal savior how is that possible why is that possible why is Jesus so important because Jesus was the person that between God and man he was the mediator he was the one that had to die in in our place the in other words we were full of sin God does not look upon sin. God says, you know what? You have to be clean. You have to be cleansed. And I want you to be cleansed. I want you to be more like me. Does that mean being perfect? No, you will never be perfect. But God does want us to receive Christ in our life. So understand that. Make sure, you know, get with what God says in his word. He says that he sent his only begotten son to, to die for us. And if you believe that within your heart, you accept that in your heart. Guess what? That's going to bring you first off the first step in being with God. The first step in allowing him to work with you and you work with him. 
restore that relationship right now if you're that type of person that doesn't have that relationship that wants that relationship restore guess what god does do do overs if you messed up hey don't feel bad come back to him and say god hey i messed up again yes this me your son your daughter it doesn't matter God is not going to push you away. He loves you. He loves you. He cares about you. He wants the best for you. Like his verse says, he wants a future and a hope for you. God is not out to get you. God is not out to put you down or make you feel bad even. He understands your hangups, your faults, your missteps. He he understands it all. So if you're that type of that, that person that's listening to the sound of my voice right now, get all those negative thoughts out your head about God. And you know what? Enjoy the freedom in which God is going to give you. And then also begin to walk in his plan. Begin to walk according to his word and his will for your life. You'll understand and probably discover it's a lot more bigger and better than any plan you've ever had for yourself. Hey, I'll be talking to you later. Have a good one and God bless you.